This episode is brought to you by Pepsi Wild Cherry. Pepsi Wild Cherry is bursting with delicious cherry flavor and a sweet, crisp taste that gives you more to go wild for. Getting wild may look different these days, but whether it's opting for a solo Friday binge watch or a big night out, everyone can indulge in their wild side with Pepsi Wild Cherry, also available in Zero Sugar. So grab a Pepsi Wild Cherry and get wild. Hey everybody, Adam Hunter here. We got a brand new MMA Roasted podcast. It's me. I'm here with Kelvin Gastelum at his house. He's getting a haircut right now. So while he's getting a haircut, let me tell you something. Fantasy football fans, the wait is nearly over. Football is back, which means FanDuel is back. Uh, FanDuel is fantasy football for everyday fans. They got new contests starting every week. No busted seasons, something for everyone. Lots of contests to choose from starting at just $1. Just pick a contest, choose your team, and watch your score real time. This stuff, this is, this is awesome. I got a great team this week. I got Sam Bradford. I got Pryor Sr. I got Matthews. I got uh, D. Walker. I'm telling you, uh, my team is going to kick ass. And uh, fantasy football is so much fun. And it's a lot more fun with FanDuel. So, over 2.5 million players have won a cash prize playing fantasy sports on FanDuel. Sign up today. Go to FanDuel.com, uh, click the Join Now button, and use my code, MMA Roasted. It's, it's, it's awesome. Uh, it's, it's a lot of fun. And guess what? New users get free entry into the NFL Sunday Million with over $1 million in cash prizes when you make your first deposit on FanDuel. Just visit FanDuel.com and sign up with the promo code MMA Roasted. That's FanDuel.com, promo code MMA Roasted. Void where prohibited. This uh, it's it's a lot of fun. FanDuel's FanDuel's pretty damn awesome because every game matters. You can edit your lineup all the way up to the uh, the kickoff, and it's no season long commitment. You can play for real cash. It's one week fantasy. So if you're stuck with a a, a bad a bad uh, fantasy draft, you're not exactly screwed all season. It's it's week to week, and you play when you want. Immediate cash payout. It's uh it's awesome. You get a sixty thousand dollars salary cap, and you come up with lineups and uh. You got to check it out. So, FanDuel.com, promo code MMA Roasted. Thank you. And uh, Kelvin's coming out of the haircutting place in his kitchen. He's actually getting a haircut right now in his kitchen. And uh, let's uh, start the show. Welcome to a brand new MMA Roasted podcast. It's me, Adam Hunter. I am uh, I'm at Kelvin Gastelum's house right now. Yes, yeah, you, you think it'd be a, a, a bakery or something, but it's not. Uh, we are here. Um, I'm, I'm waiting for him to come. I was I showed up and he was actually getting a haircut in his kitchen. Yes, that's uh, that's how we do it. You know, I always forget that he's Mexican until I come over and he gets a, a haircut in his kitchen uh, and it looks great. Uh, he actually that's uh, a great haircut, Kelvin. Thanks, bro. Uh, Thanks, no, you, bro. honestly, you look, you look very back. handsome, man. You look very handsome. Uh, <laughs> I appreciate it, man. You want you want to join in? Uh, I don't know. Uh, no, good. Uh, <laughs> I don't know what that meant, but I want to thank our sponsor, uh, Mac Weldon. People, Mac Weldon's better than whatever you're wearing right now. They believe in smart design, premium fabrics, and simple shopping. Listen, I I, I love simple shopping. You ever go with your girl shopping? 
It's no. a pain in the ass. You got to sit there. You got to. Oh, gotta, yeah, yeah. When you go with a girl? Oh, you got to go, pay for parking and then you got to go to the food uh, court and then go to every Sephora. It's, it's a pain. This is way easier. They believe in the most comfortable underwear, socks, shirts, undershirts, hoodies, and sweatpants. They have a line of silver underwear and shirts that is naturally antimicrobial, which means that they eliminate odor. This would be good for you. Uh, and I'm telling you, they want you comfortable. You know, like your first pair, keep it. They'll still refund you. No questions asked. Not only does Mac Weldon's underwear, socks, and shirts look good, they perform well too. It's good for working out. You don't know you work out very much. You, you go, on, go, on, go on dates. Go to MacWeldon.com and get 20% off using promo code MMA. Also, Blue Apron, number one fresh ingredient and recipe delivery service in the country. Their mission is to make incredible home cooking accessible to everyone, and they achieve this by supporting a more sustainable food system, setting the highest standards for ingredients, and building a community of home chefs. They've established partnerships over 150 local farms, fisheries, and ranchers, and as a result, their seafood is sourced sustainably under standards developed in partnership with the Monterey Bay Aquarium Seafood Watch. Their beef, chicken, and pork come from responsibly raised animals. Listen, people, cooking together builds strong family bonds. Me and my wife, we love to cook together. We have Blue Apron Night. She, she, she dresses up in a little apron. It's, she's hot as hell. I, I, I go behind her. I grab her. I'm telling you, whoa, those, whoa, whoa. it's great. Uh, <laughs> their upcoming meals are basil chicken pesto uh, with uh, basil pesto chicken with summer vegetable panzanella, uh, uh, sayuted shrimp and green beans with globe tomatoes, spinach and orzo pasta, whole grain pasta and summer vegetables with heirloom tomato caprice salad and miso butter salmon and lo mein noodles with cucumber and charmed tomatoes so i'm telling you guys uh it's affordable it's got variety flexible easy it's guaranteed check out this week's menu and go to your first three meals free with free shipping go, go on to blueapron.com slash mma roast you'll love how good it feels how good it tastes be able to create home cooked meals with blue apron don't wait uh blue apron a better way to cook uh so can you go um and by the way, go to blueapron.com slash MMA roast. Can you go a little bit closer there so I get you on camera? Perfect. So how are you, Kelvin? What's going on, man? Oh, man, everything good, man. Just been chilling at home. I went to, uh, just came back from Monterey, Mexico. I went to uh, Goyito. I don't know if anybody knows Eric Goyito Perez. Yes. The Mexican fighter. He's a bantamweight. Yes, uh, yes, yes. In the UFC. Is he the guy that caraway fish hooked? Yeah, yes, <laughs> exactly. Right? That's yeah. the guy. Okay. I went to his wedding this weekend in uh, Monterey, nice. Mexico. That was cool. There you go. I was wondering why you were there. I, I saw pictures and I... Yeah. yeah, yeah I, now, uh, now, when you go to Mexico, you you grew up in Arizona, right? I grew. I was born in San Jose. Grew up in Arizona. Yes. But do, 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 does Mexicans do they claim you? Do, do, do you feel a sense of uh, of like love and pride from Mexico? <laughs> I guess. Great. Yeah. You're, you're, you're such so successful. You're a nice guy, and you're Mexican. Right? I mean, you're American, yeah. but you, your parents from Mexico, right? Your yeah, yeah, yeah. My whole family, like I'm like first generation Mexican. That's great, American. man. Good for you. Yeah. I, I like it. I like it. I like it. Uh, I, over the weekend, I went to the um, I went to this concert. It was Bobby Brown. Uh, I saw that and um, and Keith Sweat, and then it was Brandy and uh, Drew Hill. And I, I was excited. Moe, uh, not Moesha, uh Brandy and Monica, and then uh, so I, we go to the concert. I'm all excited because I want to see Bobby Brown. I'm a big Bobby Brown fan, okay. new edition fan. I saw him a couple years ago. He was great. Nice. And then uh, Keith Sweat goes on, but we're there all day long. 
And uh, there are some very big women Keith at this concert. Sweat went on. Did he say nobody? Yes, he sang nobody. <laughs> nobody. He sang twisted. But it was supposed to be Bobby Brown, <laughs> then Keith Sweat. And then Keith Sweat went on, right. did like an hour and a half, right? And he, everyone was doing like three or four songs. He did like a whole thing. Nice. He was supposed to be the headliner. Then like Bobby Brown's headlining. Then Bobby gets up there. It takes an hour to reset the stage. He does three and a half songs. And he's like, yo, uh... They told me that I can't uh, do any more songs because they're cutting my time. But if you guys came to see Bobby Brown, go get your tickets back. Go 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 get your money back. Oh, what? Yeah, yeah. Everyone's been there for nine hours. They, I mean, he didn't sound that great. His oh, voice was a little off. Sucks. But uh, I saw a three and a half, and then they cut him off halfway through my prerogative. <laughs> like he's up there with his kids dancing, and it was just so sad. And I was I was pissed because I wanted to see Bobby Brown do a full that set. Sucks. So I actually wrote, I wrote, I tweeted them. I said, "Listen, uh, concert, Summer Breeze concert. I wanted to see Bobby Brown. Not the way you treated the man. He, uh, this guy's a legend." And then someone said that actually Bobby Brown wasn't there in time. They responded. That- so no, somebody else said no, that Keith Sweat wow. actually was there because Bobby Brown wasn't ready, and, and I don't know what exactly happened. All I know is that the fans got screwed. I don't know if it was Bobby's oh, I'm fault. I'm sure or, they got screwed. Yeah, I'm sure it, was, it happens all the time. It was rough. It was rough. I went to the Metallica concert not too long ago yeah. in um, Pasadena. That was awesome. They went for almost three straight hours. No way. Uh, Avenged Sevenfold, I guess, was there too. A couple other bands opened up, but they went on to like midnight. No, I got out. I, I had to get out there before. Are you a big metal guy? Uh, I I'm a big Metallica guy. Yeah, I like Metallica. I love Metallica. I've been listening to them for, for forever. Nice. That's awesome. I, I like it. I, Spend like an hour looking for my fucking. How car. the how how uh, looking for what? For my car. Oh Jesus. How are the, how, how are the girls there? I never like, are the girls hot at Metallica concerts or is it just mostly dudes and uh, <laughs> mostly dudes and dudes with their girlfriends. Yeah. yeah, I went by myself. So you went by yourself? Yeah, no way. It was cool. Yeah, you didn't have a friend to go with? No, unfortunately. Really? Yeah. Well, how does that happen? Well, I was gonna go with one of my coaches. One of my coaches, his he had a comp. You know, he had a family affair to attend, and so he couldn't make it. And That's so crazy. He, he, yeah, he dropped the ball. That was the night of UFC two fourteen. Two, right, John right. Jones. So you yeah, went by I yourself. Do you see Josh Barnett? He was there. No, I didn't see that. That's man, that's pretty cool. You going by yourself to Metallica concert? That's it was sick, man. I like concerts. Do you like concerts? I love, of course. My, I, my favorite thing is concerts. Are like my, I actually saw Lady Gaga the week before, no and shit. I'm not a big Gaga fan. My my wife is, but uh, put on a great show. Ah, uh, nice. I mean, I went to Roger it. Waters at the Staples Center all long ago as well. Do you have it by yourself not, again? No, <laughs> with my roommate. <laughs> uh, he's a big Pink Floyd guy. And he 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 got me into it, so that was pretty cool. I mean, he stole he sold out the Staples Stadium for like wow. three days in a row. Yeah, Roger Waters is, is a genius. It was sick. One of the best concerts I've ever been to. Now you know, I feel like the older guys, the, the older concerts are usually better uh, because I feel like a lot of times these new groups they get one hit and they go on tour, and, and they don't really develop. A lot of these people they don't really actually spend the time to really, you know, have a career and, and struggle. The struggle's not there for a lot of these young kids, especially rappers or, you know, not especially rappers, but a lot of times, like, they get these, like, one thing where it's like, hey, this is my thing, and it blows up. Yeah. Same with comics. You get these Vine stars or Instagram stars, and then people go see them, and how was it? Oh, well, I got a picture at the end. <laughs> like, yeah, but how was the show? Oh, well, yeah, because they didn't actually have to fucking struggle. Everyone wants yeah. to cut the line. It's like this. Everyone wants to get their hand raised. Nobody wants to go to wrestling practice, right? right. That's the... Sure. Speaking of which, by the way, how much... You're looking kind of big right now. How much, how much... What are you weighing? I'm probably like 205, 208. 208. Right. <laughs> 208. 208. Wow. What do you now, think? What do you think? I don't know, man. I, I think that... um. 
<laughs> I think your ear might be uh, 180 pounds. <laughs> uh, uh, I, uh, but I, I think no, that uh, I haven't. Uh, I haven't been in training training just yet. Have you been hurt at all, or? No, 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 I'm just taking some time off before I start training camp. Now, you know, your last fight against Wyman, let's talk about this. Uh, yeah. It was, um, I was, I was pulling for you, man. I like Chris. Chris is a friend of mine, but yeah, yeah, you're, yeah. you're, you're, you're the, like the homie, you know? <laughs> yeah. Um, I, I really oh. was pulling for you, and uh, you hurt him in the first. I mean, you, you, you almost yeah. had him out. Yeah, well, he, um, well, I was testing out the waters with him, see what he brought, you know, and he came in throwing hard. Threw in, came through some kicks, through some strong hooks, and I was uh, I was hesitating to come in. At first, I was like, "Man, he's gonna gas himself out because he was throwing heat," you know. Right. Um. So I was just kind of seeing what he brought to the table and see what he was gonna start off a little slow. You weren't like up to your like. Yeah. Well, actually, that whole day I just felt really relaxed, like too relaxed, like. Am I even going to fight? you know. Like, right. It was, okay. It was weird. It was weird. So you were too calm. Yeah. So how that did I, whole that whole day. Now how does that how does one prevent that from happening? Like, uh, is there a way? Do you, you know what? I don't know because usually I'm pretty good about flipping the switch. Right. Usually I'm very very good about flipping the switch, but no, I was calm for some reason. Right. So then you land that punch, but there was like, and I'm like, man, if that punch would have landed a little earlier in the round, yeah, that fight would have been over. Yeah, maybe about 15, 20 seconds. I don't know. Because he he didn't know where he was. Uh, he went back to his yeah, corner. Yeah, and he, was like, he was hurt. He was hurt. Like he was, he was covering up, and I felt him. Like yeah, if I would have had about 10, 15 seconds, it would have been lights out. Now, now, when you go into the second, are you thinking jump on him? He's hurt. Um. Well, I'm thinking coming out, co- co- picking up the pace a little bit more for sure, because um, you know, I I felt like um, I needed to coming into the second round. Yeah. Now, now, then it just seemed like, um, and Kelvin, Cal, I hate to say this because it's your house, but it just seemed like he was a lot bigger than you. Yeah. It seemed like. Well, I'm that like, was the first time I ever felt somebody so strong like that. Like really big, really strong. Kept me down. Like, oh man, I don't know. It, that's, was, hard, it was hard to deal with. And that was my fear about this fight for you was that it was going to be a good big guy versus a good smaller guy. Uh, <laughs> yeah. And that's what it, it looked like he had a foot on you. Yeah. And he was. Oh, and it, for sure. And more, it looked like it was that, a big sure. brother beating up his little brother. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, is that how you felt a little bit? Well, I. Well, looking, at, looking back at the fight now, like. I was in the fight more than I thought. Like in there, I felt like I was just getting dominated. Right. Uh, but looking back at the fight, I like I was I was winning the stand up battle for sure. I think. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Um, and then the grappling positions, he was just winning by yeah, he was winning them. Right. No. The, right now, at that point, now can you not get up? Are you thinking sweep? Are you thinking roll them? Are you thinking okay, thinking, just hang out here for a while, see what happens? In the second round, I'm thinking I'm gonna hang out. He got the takedown. I'm going to spend way too much energy trying to get up because he's a big boy. Um, and then the third round, it was it was getting harder to get him off. Now, are you playing the math in your head like, okay, I won round one, second round I lost. Now, are you doing the math in your head? Like, well, no, okay. I was told I was told I, I was losing all on the first two rounds. Oh, right. you're, so, you're, you're corner coming said? In, coming into the third, I was thinking, like, I have to win this round. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I came in with guns blazing. Right, 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 right. But his his double leg. Now at that point, after the fight, you seemed like you were in a great mood. I mean, you were posting stuff on on Instagram. After the fight? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah after yeah. the fight, it seems like you're uh, like uh, I so your your social media. You're like, all yeah. right, you know, like it's like a very inspiring. Uh, well, now you know how else can you take it? I mean, well, a lot of guys get uh, crushed. Well, 
it's part of the game. You know, you go in there thinking there's a 50% chance of winning and losing. Yeah, but, yeah, but you've never lost like that. Like, you've, no, you've never, no, you, the fights you've lost, you've, you've come in 97 pounds heavy, or, or, <laughs> or, but you've never lost, like, you've never lost, <laughs> like, sure. but I don't, but I still think, like, that's why, like, right now, I'm like, okay, 205, are you going to go down to 170 or stay 85? Um, for my next fight, we're still trying to figure it out. Okay. All right. <laughs> there's, there's, a, there's a rumor yeah. that Anderson Silva in China, that's... You know? That, is that? We'll see. We'll see what's gonna happen. I don't know yet. Uh, all right. What are your thoughts on that? Well, to be honest, I want to fight at one seventy. Um, but if a fight like Anderson Silva is is offered, ah. then then for sure I would I would accept it. Okay, so now you're kind of stuck because you're like, all right, I can go to one seventy, which is what I probably should be at. Sure. Because these guys are fucking coming down from two thirty, and they should be two thirty. Yeah, uh, yeah. I, that's at least that's what I felt. Chris was. Shit. Yeah, I mean, I mean, I mean, you you showed up to the to the. To, to the fight in a taco truck. All right. Okay. But, 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 then, but then, but then, but then there's Anderson Silva, who's, uh, that's a big money fight. Yeah. You'll make a ton of money. <laughs> you'll, you'll I be, hope. You, you'll, you'll get the headline. Shit. You'll headline fucking. Yeah. I'll headline another card. China, in China, you're like, I mean, you're a heavyweight in China. <laughs> I, I, I'm they're going to look at you and think fucking King Kong showed up, right? Ooh. Yeah. So. I don't know. Uh, in China, yeah, that's that's a great exp- money, and you you could beat Anderson Silva, right? I mean, right? Is that what you I think th- so? Yeah, for I, sure. If, if 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 the fight is accepted and the terms are, are ideal, then I'll accept the fight for sure. What are the terms? I don't know. Hmm. This is very secretive here. Very crypt- <laughs> very very cryptic here. But I, I, I but I I hear you. I hear you at one eighty five. Now, are you kind of happy though? But like Anderson Silva, if I fight Anderson Silva, I don't have to diet. Is that kind of that? Is that kind of cool? Well, I mean, I still have to eat right. Like, it's not like I'm out eating burgers fucking during like before training camp, right? Or <laughs> before training, right? 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 What was that? Didn't someone tweet something that you were like a picture of you having burgers or something? And then like when you missed weight, they like said this is what you were mm. at last week. That was bullshit, right? There was like a meme or something going around. I forgot what it was. Anyway, all right, okay. Know. Well, listen, man. You know, Calvin, you're. you're People post the, 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 the world is your oyster, man. I mean, you have the fact like it's almost like I thought, man, the worst thing you could have could have happened in that fight if you lose is dropping Chris Weidman because you know that you could beat any of these guys. Yeah. You know, it's like you're capable of beating anybody at 185. But at 170, I think you I think nobody I mean, you fought Tyron Woodley. You were in the hospital an hour before. Right. I mean, what was it? Yeah. Wow. Wow. I was in the hospital the, the day before. Yeah. You came out. It was a very close and fight. It was probably one of the worst nights I've ever had, performance-wise, and just in my life. And it was a split decision, right? <laughs> yeah, took him to a split decision. So fuck, man. But I think 170 is probably where you want to be at, right? Yeah, for sure. Yeah. And eventually, I know I will get down there to fight for the title. So. Oh yeah, you're right there. Yeah. I mean, you're you're a fight away from the title. One hundred percent, man. Yeah. I'm excited. You know, which is why I was pretty cool about that. Chris Weidman fight, like I, I feel like my upside for the sport is just, is just almost enormous. You know, it's endless. I'm 25 years old, and, and I feel like I'm just still beginning. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm just still starting, I think. You know? Oh, 100. percent And like, you had no amateur career, right? Did no. you have any amateur fights? No, just one. Well, I mean, you went on the Ultimate Fighter. What was your record going in there? Like three, five, five and zero. Oh? Five and zero. Oh. Yeah, I mean, you're you're right there. I mean, your jiu-jitsu's good. Your boxing's good. Your wrestling's good. 
Uh, wow. Just the only thing that you struggle with is uh, is uh, the, the waste. Uh, but <laughs> but but you're there, man. You're there, and and you're a likable guy. That's what I was saying. Like like I I can see the Mexico really getting behind you because you're such a likable guy. Like yeah. I, and I'm telling you, women have told me. I know girls that have told me like, "Hey, is Kelvin single?" Uh, women Uh-oh. like you. I, I don't know what they see, but they but they like you. I think, <laughs> I, I think they feel safe because of all the the the, the uh, flesh blanket. Yeah. But, but anyway, so <laughs> come on, man. Now um, they like me because of my good looks, man. Of course, of course, no, especially okay. with that haircut. No, now, now, um, <laughs> now, McGregor Mayweather. What are your thoughts on this? Uh it's 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 entertaining. It's an entertainment thing. I don't think it's a real fight. But it'll be fun to watch. It's entertaining. Um, I think the two things of two things, two of one things can happen. Did I say that? One right? of two things, but uh, one of two okay, things yeah, can got, happen. Got I'm sorry. No, it's all good. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> one of two things can happen. Um, either McGregor surprises the world like he like he usually does. Um, I mean, everything he said, he's done. You know? Pretty much, right? And I feel like if one guy in the world can surprise anybody, it would be it would be McGregor. Um, but on the other hand, I feel like if <laughs> if McGregor didn't wasn't um, realistic about his abilities, then I think he'd get clowned. For but don't you feel like that's kind of how it's going? Like, I mean, all right, like Frankie Edgar's a good wrestler, right? Yeah. But if he goes up against Jordan Burroughs, he gets smashed. Yeah. And isn't this kind of what's the same thing? In some, I guess in wrestling, you can't get knocked out, uh, and you always have that puncher's chance in, in boxing. But, yeah. but it, isn't it sort of like it, you're fighting the most dominant guy at what he does? And then people go, well, he's 40, sure. and the other guy's 27. You're like, okay, all right, that's... That's an argument right there. I'm I'm sure. I'm 39. I understand what it feels like to be almost 40 and, <laughs> and not an athlete, you know, uh, or not as athletic as I was in my early 20s. Okay, but still, it's not like he's fighting a a, a a Mayweather that's been through wars, and it's not Eddie Alvarez's version of of Mayweather, where it's like, sure. okay, maybe he's taking too many too many punches, you know. Uh, no, no, nothing against Eddie Alvarez, but uh, but you know, but you you understand what I'm saying. He hasn't been through these battles. He he's been hurt. Maybe three times in his whole career. McGregor? Uh, Mayweather. Mayweather. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I've seen him hurt very few times. Very few times. You know, well, that's what they, they call him the master of the... That's why they call him a, a defensive fighter. He's one of the greatest that ever did it defensively. I mean, you've, you've been in boxing gyms, right? Uh, plenty of times. Didn't you box for a whole year and a half? <laughs> like straight boxing? Yeah. <laughs> There was a point where I I boxed for like two years, yeah. Okay, straight. just straight boxing. Yeah. And how did you do against the pros? Not that good. Well, some good, some not. It just depends on the style. But I mean, it just some sometimes some 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 th- styles match up to where my style fits up good. To who was the best guy you ever boxed? Mm, shoot, who is it? Uh, I can't even remember. He must have not been okay. that. He must have not been that good. Right, right. <laughs> but yeah, that's what I'm saying. But you know what? I don't know. You're right. If, if but if I kind of want McGregor to win just because of the MMA thing and the oh, I'm definitely gonna like, be cheering for him. And like the Mayweather, you know, beating up women thing is just like, it's hard to get <laughs> it's hard to get behind the guy that, with, with that track record. I mean, he was found guilty of it. it wasn't like he was allegedly beat up. Okay, uh, you know, really? he went to jail for it. Oh, you know? I, I didn't know that. Yeah, for domestic abuse. But Dang. I think it was some something. It was something strange, but. Uh, yeah, so it's hard to get behind a guy like that. At the same time, it's hard to get really behind McGregor because of just how he treats people. It seems, <laughs> seems like he's, I don't know, he's kind of a dick to Nate Diaz, but not exactly. 
What do you think, Dick? Nate? Yeah, Nate's kind of a, a guy that I can see get under people's skin as well. I, I don't know. It's it's almost like it's it's hard to like. No, I'm definitely gonna be rooting for McGregor though, um, being that he's the MMA guy representing the MMA guys. Yeah, that's true. But it just seems like both these guys are just like. Money, 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 and whoever oh, for sure. whoever has more money is a better person. And you're like, <laughs> the fuck is going on here? Oh, right? for sure. It's I, whatever. Like you don't see Frankie Edgar making it rain up there. Or, you know, <laughs> like there are guys that like even GSP. GSP's got a lot of fucking money out there, but you don't see him acting the way these guys act. Right. It's hard to get behind. And GSP probably has some of these cars and this and that, but he, he doesn't throw it in your face. I mean, May, Floyd Mayweather was at one point burning hundred dollar bills on TV. Yeah. Fuck, man. Like, there are well, a lot of people out there that could use that money. That's just the mentality now these days, unfortunately. And you see it more and more often with the athletes and, yeah. and celebrities and stuff like that. Thank I mean, God I found a woman that doesn't like that because yeah. she was, she's with me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You're not making it rain every day. No, I'm, make, no, I'm making it rain with tears. Uh, <laughs> no, but that's the thing. It's, I mean, seriously, like, the, you ever meet a girl like that where. Oh, yeah. I mean, there are all so the many time. women like that that's all about status. Yeah. And what you've achieved financially, or what you've achieved in your career, and you're just like, man, fuck, like, is that? I remember Prince Nassim Ahmed was like, he remember him in, in the boxing ring, and he's like, whoever dies with the most toys wins. That's what he said. Who said that? Prince Nassim. Remember the boxer okay. Nassim Ahmed? Okay. He was this boxer in the, in the 90s, and he had crazy punching. Power. I think I remember. He him, just yeah. knock people out left and right. It's a great fight with Kevin Kelly, but he was this arrogant guy. And I mean, beyond arrogant. It's all about money, money, money. Hmm. And then he en ended up uh, doing like 105 in his Ferrari, killing somebody, oh, fled goodness. the scene of the accident, like Got never fought again, gained 700 pounds, like sort of, I mean, never well, really. Something, something wrong with those people, I think so. Oh, just Mental. money is the most important thing? Yeah. You know, mentally, you know, there's just something wrong about it, I think. It's an addiction. Is that your driving force? No, right? No, it's never been my driving force. I mean, my I was fighting for 250 bucks in some bar in Mexico, I mean. Really? <laughs> for fun, you know? I mean, it was not... Wait, remember. tell me about this. You actually did that? Yeah. What, what, what bar in Mexico? Uh, I, I was like eight, uh, 17. I was a senior in high school. Um, I did my first fight in Mexico. It was in some... Some some freaking strip bar. I mean, it was next to a strip bar. It wasn't an actual strip bar, but it was like right next to one. And it was just really odd. And it was MMA rules. Yeah, it was MMA you, rules. You got gloves, MMA gloves. Yeah, it was MMA, everything. And did you MMA. and how did they find you? But it was in, how, it was how did in you ring. find them? I got offered the fight like two two days before that, and my my friend um, who who was a wrestler as well had been fighting for a while. He uh, he told me they were looking for a, a welterweight fighter. Um, and if I wanted to take the fight on two days' notice, so you're a senior, and then you drive down to Mexico with your friend. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Now, so, did, did you miss wait for that fight too, or no? no. <laughs> all, right, all right, go, go on. <laughs> and uh, and so I ended up taking the fight on two days' notice, and um, shoot, got the armbar in, in the first first three minutes, I think. Wow. Now, I mean, did you, did you, you, so you knew jujitsu, and I knew I was I had been training for about two and a half years by then. Okay. But I was MMA wrestling. training at 16. Yeah. Oh, wow. But I was wrestling mostly all the time. And you were also the state champ at Arizona. Yeah. People so I had, I, had just won, I had just won the state championship, and then right after that, I went and fought my first fight. Now, I had heard... Now, uh, by the way, let's make sure this is going. Yeah. Now, I, I had heard from other people in Arizona that 
you were not favored to win the state championship that year. That everyone was overlooking you. Everybody was like, "No way, he's not going to win the state championship." Mm-hmm. And you surprised everybody, and you just shocked everybody by winning the state championship. I mean, I don't know. I mean, I was ranked number one in the division. Okay, all right. So that wasn't that big of a because everyone was like, "Kelvin came out of but nowhere." I'm, I'm sure everybody was surprised. I was I was ranked number one. I don't know. You're surprising everybody. I was <laughs> I was telling people that I'm like, if you would have told me, like. You were favored going into the, the, the Wyman fight, right? Yeah, that was strange to me. And I'm thinking, if you would have told me, after Wyman beats Anderson Silva, <laughs> that he was in two years from that point on, whatever it was, <laughs> he'd fight me. That he would fight be... the guy in the Ultimate Fighter house, pick last, <laughs> and, and that that guy would be the favorite. <laughs> At 185, yeah, right? I'd be like, you're out of your fucking mind. What? Yeah. Uh, what are you smoking? <laughs> yeah, yeah, and CM Punk is pound for pound the best fighter of all time, and Brock Lesnar's clean, yeah. and Diego Sa- and Diego Sanchez is, is normal. Uh, I, I, I would be like, there's no way <laughs> any of that. my brother. Yes, I love Diego. He, he's a good dude. He is a, he, Diego's my way. But, but you're fucking totally right. Yeah. That's funny. So, I mean, you keep proving people wrong. Yeah. Uh, I mean, ever, ever, ever... I guess ever since I, I mean, that was that's that's just had been my story my whole athletic career I think. Now I had also heard that you were kind of a mama's boy, and that oh, you big time. you left college because you missed your mom big time, and that you wanted to sleep home with your mom <laughs> in the house. Is that no, that more? I got flunked out of college. You flunked out of college, <laughs> so it wasn't because you missed your mom. Yeah, no, I was wrestling. I was wrestling in college, um, but then I just wasn't. I wasn't made for school, man. You yeah. Know? I don't know if you were or like. Uh, no, could, I know I I left after three years. I wanted to have nothing to fall back on. And, uh, <laughs> about a year too, ago, I, I went to go get my uh, my uh, my uh, grades and figure me out how to go back. Like I don't know. I just believe there's some people that are are like can sit there and be in a class and just do whatever. And some people can't. Like I could never. I I just felt like I had a well, I had a TV show in college, which ended up getting sued for twenty million dollars for negligence for <laughs> causing a riot on campus. But Uh-oh. it's a whole separate thing. It was, t- it was <laughs> called These Nuts, and yes, yeah, no, that's I'll uh, tell you. Basically, it was like I, I went on the I had a podcast, I had a, sh- a show. It was a call-in show called right. These Nuts, and I was the host. And this girl called in, and she's like, "You swept me at the gym," and blah blah. I'm like, "Okay." And then everyone started calling in and calling her a whore. Uh, which I didn't know who this girl was and then she just came down to defend herself on the air and jumped in front of the TV and started the camera and then started making fun of her and then she went back and the guy she hooked up with came on the, came, it was like Jerry Springer oh, of, of SUNY Binghamton <laughs> and then I got wrapped up in this tw- $20 million lawsuit no for negligence and then she sued the school for $20 million and the other guy for two. my dad's like you go to school for six months come home with a $20 million lawsuit can't you just go to class like everyone else but that was the most right. fun I've ever had in my life hosting that show and I got I figured like all my friends like, Did you have like a set and everything, or was it? Uh, it was yeah. I had like it was like a. I don't know what I was doing, but the thing was that <laughs> everybody else. I realized that like everyone else was like, this college is the best years of my life, and yeah. I was like, no, I don't. I want the best years of my life to be every year of my life. Yeah. I, and and all all I care about everyone else in the school that I went to, not everyone, but the people that I was associating with, which was probably one of the problems, was that <laughs> money, jobs, money, money, money sure. equals happiness, and happiness is whatever. And it's like they all had their whole fucking lives planned sure. out. Of like, I go to college, I get a good job, I make ex- I work on Wall Street, yeah, and then like I get a wife who I don't even love and I cheat on, and then, <laughs> and then, and then we have kids who, whatever, and then we get a house in the Hamptons, and then we live happily ever after. And I have been around enough people to know that that's bullshit. That, right. that I mean, that some people that, that works for. Other people, it's but like... But what's the percentage of that? Not yeah. Very, not very much. No, how about you get a job that you like doing? 
Right. And how about you marry a woman that you love and, and, and don't put a fucking time frame on it either 100%. because you don't have to get married by 22 Absolutely. or 25 or 30. Absolutely. So anyway, so that's why I left because I'm like, you know what? There's something else. And I didn't know what it was. And I started doing comedy and I just fell in love with comedy. And nice. it's been a fucking 20 year journey and it's been up and down. At what and age did you, did you? I started at 20 years old. 20 years old. But when did you think like, oh man, like this is really cool? Uh, the first eight years were brutal, man. I, I was literally on the st street corner of Times Square handing out flyers, oh, begging people to come to my comedy show and people were spitting on me. Or I would fuck? see girls that I went to college with going to a Broadway show all dressed up and they'd be like, hey, how's it going? I'm like, great, I'm at Hamburger Harry's tonight at the back of, uh, of the, the burger joint and it was, it was fucking brutal. And then I'd have to, and I was not getting paid. I didn't make a fucking dollar for seven, eight years. And I was, and everyone was telling me, dude, like this is a hobby and I was bombing. I was, I was getting, it was horrible. But then, you get a little bit of like success. First I think, eight years, man, that's incredible. You uh, just stick to it. I think the Tonight Show, the second time in Tonight Show, I go, all right, this is this is cool. Last yeah. comic standing, I'm like, okay, you know. But even after that, it hasn't been like smooth sailing ever since. It's still yeah, me I'm hustling. Sure. I'm like, sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm it's sure. like being a fighter. Yeah. You know, I mean, you know, I'm sure you you look at some of these guys. It's like. You know, a guy like Rico Rodriguez, you know, it's yeah. at one point he's nothing and then he's beating Randy Couture and then he's losing. And it's just, it's never, for very few people, it's just up the whole yeah. way. I remember I went to go see you at the Gotham. Yeah, yeah, in yeah. New yeah. York. That was pretty cool. Yeah, you, you came with Uriah Hall. Yeah. Yeah, that was cool. We and had like, a great time. And it was funny because my little brother Max was there. Dude, and he, he's awesome. He's the best. He's always he, saying what's up. He, 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 you're you're his favorite fighter. <laughs> he, honestly. He's, yeah, tell him I said what's up. No, no worries, man. He, you're, he's a big fan of yours. He's man. always saying what's up. So shout out to your brother. But even that show, like, like the, the Ultimate Fighter, and Uriah Hall's a great fighter, but if you would have watched that show, you're like, Uriah Hall is the can't miss of that show. Yeah, oh, uh, yeah, for sure. They made him out to be like this god. Yeah. You know? yeah. Oh, he was, Which was cool. Like, he deserved it. Like, why not? But then everyone was sleeping on you. You just kept, yeah. win you kept winning. Uh, yeah. which is which is great, man. I, I still think one seventy is a place. Uh, now, <laughs> for sure. Now, now, do you have that? You have a girlfriend now? Yeah, I'm dating someone. Uh, I got a girlfriend. Is she the fitness trainer? No. Oh, who's this? Actually, one? I think she she recently got married. The fitness trainer did. Yeah. Nice. I was looking through my stories and Instagram stories, and then Bobby Uriah Hall's at her wedding. No, really? <laughs> what a dick. Uh, no, hey, why? I don't know. No, uh, they were, no. Do you, do you ever see a girl you used to date, you see her, her boyfriend, and then you like judge him immediately? You're like, oh, oh he's out of <laughs> oh, shape. Yeah, and oh, yeah. He looks like a fucking loser. Oh, uh, yeah. This guy's not as good as me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. You're like, oh, you could have had this. Yeah. <laughs> I think every guy does. I think that's what Facebook was actually meant for. So you can see your exes and see how, how badly they aged. Yeah, right. Uh, oh, I do it all the time on Facebook. No, oh, I'm kidding. <laughs> I, know, I, I do it too. I, I do it. I did, then I'm like, what am I doing with my life? <laughs> but then, then I'm just see a girl though. You're like, man, I, no. man, I fucking slept on that one. Like, <laughs> that, that, that girl turned oh, out pretty well. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, right? Some, some of them turn out really great. Some of them do. But then you're like, why is this person... Whenever you see a hot girl, like uh, sometimes you see a hot woman and she's like over 35 and she's like smoking hot, you got to go, why is she single? Uh, yeah, she's either crazy or... Oh no! Something, something's going. I, I see a lot of girls though, like on you know the re basically that bought into that system of they got married at twenty three, <laughs> thought they had this, and now they're divorced, and mm. now and now that was like for a while I was like I was basically like 
going through some of those, not going through them, but I was hooking up with some of those girls later on in life. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and I'm like, man, I, I, like, I, I banged the hottest chick in that sorority. Granted, she was 29 and, and <laughs> not the hottest girl anymore. <laughs> and has two kids. But either way, it was a bucket list thing. So No, I, uh, I, I knew a girl like that. <laughs> yeah. Have, have you been watching uh, Tuesday Night, the uh, Contender series? Mm, no. It's Not pretty really. good. Uh, Snoop Dogg. I've only catched a few fights, and I watch the Snoop Cast, which is my favorite. I, I only watch I, it to watch that. I like it too, but I think some. I think he needs to have a little more respect for some of these guys. Like, oh, oh, yeah, for sure. He tor- he tortures them. I mean, calling people bitches. And yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Like telling them that he they, goes over the. Way, and like, yesterday he was like, "Man, like you like, got this fine ass girl, and you're getting your ass kicked in front of her. <laughs> you need to take that ass off." Like I'm just like, dude. And then he's getting like bombed on, and then one guy's getting bombed on. He's like, yeah, go to sleep. Bombing them, bombing them. Yeah. Something, I don't know. I know. What bitch? What bitch? Yeah. I'm, like, I'm like, dude, that's where yeah, I kind of sure, think that I'm someone sure. needs to sit yeah, him down and be true. like, Snoop, we like what you're doing, but, uh, you know, maybe a have bit, a tone it back a little bit on the on that. Or maybe just put him through a couple workouts <laughs> just so he could see just how hard you guys work. Just like for know. a week. A week. I a w- don't know. It's Snoop Dogg. I think he can do whatever fuck he wants. Maybe, but I think if he, if he had one week of actually having to train with you guys, uh, he would have a whole different perspective, uh, oh, and, sure. and calling you guys bitches would not be on the on the on the menu. You know, it, for sure. Oh, for sure. You know, just uh, so uh, he has no, he has no clue. Like no, like like no clue. Like people have no clue what we do. Oh no! I mean, it, it's unbelievable. I mean, I just know from just from high school wrestling how hard that is, and you and you do that times fucking ten, uh, because now you're throwing in jujitsu and yeah. muay thai and this and that and. So uh, are you are you training? Where are you training now? Out of Kings MMA. So at Kings, it's two minutes from here. Oh really? Yeah. Nice. How's the uh, now since Dos Anjos left? Have you noticed any kind of a? Uh, has it been a lot different or no? Like like <clears throat> in the gym? Yeah. No, the gym is growing. We're the team is growing. We're you know everybody's doing really well. Like we have a strong strong team. Yeah. How's uh, Ellenberger looking? Ellenberger, you know what? I haven't seen him. I haven't seen him. Tell him to come back. Yeah, you tell him to come back. I haven't seen him either, <laughs> you know? So uh, <laughs> uh, let's talk about some of the fights coming up. Um, uh, Anthony, uh, no, uh, Chitty and Jikawani has taken on Andre Koreshkov. In, in what league? In uh, Bellator. Okay. You know you know Anthony's brother, Chico, uh, Chitty Bang? Chitty Bang Bang? Yeah. Chitty and Jikawani? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's fighting Andre uh, Koreshkov. You know him? No. All right, so we'll go skip that one. Uh, <laughs> Fernando Gonzalez versus Brennan Ward. You know Fernando? Fernando trains over at Kings Brennan. MMA. Tough guy. So is Brennan Ward, but he, he does not fight that, that uh, smart. All right, let's just what? go to the UFC, 115. Uh, UFC Fight Night, 115. Stefan Struve versus Volkov. Oh, um, they're headlining that fight, yeah. right? Uh, man, that's, that's toughy because um, Stefan, you never know when what, uh, which Stefan is showing up to the fight, whether he looks really good, sometimes he looks really average, and then sometimes he looks really, really, really bad. Yeah. You never know with him. So you're picking Volkov. Volkov. Yeah, Volkov is a good fighter, man. I mean, he's, he beat Roy Nelson. Uh, he, he, I think he was, he, he was the Bellator champion for a while. He's big Volkov. dude and uh, hard to beat. Uh, Jermaine Durandame. Who vacated her title at 145 is now back down to 135, taking on Marion Renault. Uh, Don't know much about either, except I <laughs> saw the title fight with uh, Jermaine, and 
I mean, she didn't really impress me much. She didn't either. impress you? Because he was hitting after the bell, that kind of thing? <laughs> <laughs> that didn't impress me either. Like, she was just very flat-footed, um, didn't throw much combinations. I don't know. By the way, where did you meet your uh, your girlfriend? In Vegas. Oh, really? At In a club? Vegas. or At a club. Not, well, did you and approach her or she approached you? Uh, what happened? I don't know if you know um, Eric Albarracine. Oh, yeah. He's a, he's a coach for... Uh, like he hangs out with Henry. Henry's coach. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. So he we were hanging out with him and Henry and my roommate and me, right? And he brings me to her. He he brings her to me. We're all because we're all dancing. And he's like, Here, you dance with him. And she was like, Alright. And then like we started dancing, we started hanging out. And we started hanging out ever since that night. Nice. It was weird. Wow. You got it's a white girl? Yeah. Nice. You got you guys connected now. What what does she do for a living? She she doesn't work for a living. She lives with her parents in New Orleans. Uh is she, is she legal? Uh, <laughs> oh how old wait, yeah. I, I think I told you the last time you told me this. Is she is she eighteen or no? Nineteen, twenty? Twenty three. And lives with her parents. Lives with her parents. Hmm. I think she just graduated um from, Co- college. from LSU. Oh LSU, okay. Yep. Yeah, All right. right. So Hot college girl. Yep. And and you guys are serious. Yeah, it's pretty serious. I guess we're dating. We've been dating for. We've been. <laughs> not I guess, but I mean it is. I guess. Does she live in Louisiana still? Yeah, yeah. yeah. So how often do you see her? I see her. I'm gonna go see her this weekend. Okay. And we're gonna, we're gonna go to a friend's wedding in Chicago. Nice. Um. But yeah, I I see her. Man, I we we you see each other often as we can. I mean, I don't know. All right. There you go. Every other three or four weeks, I don't know. Three or four weeks. Oh, that's that's all right. That's yeah, not too bad. Not too bad. Uh, Seer Batazara, you know him? Who? Seer Batazara. He yeah. uh, he was a, he's a tough guy. He's trained over at Rain. Big strong guy. He was knocking people out left and right. Then he he, he lost a couple fights. Taking on Rob Wilkinson at one eighty five. Uh, is this Bellator? No, this is UFC. Oh okay. <laughs> uh, Brian Barbarena is taking on Leon Edwards. Okay, that's a, that should be a good fight. Yeah. Who do you like in that one? Mm, Leon Edwards has really, really underrated good boxing. Um, but, but, um, Barbarina just keeps coming forward. Barbarina, exactly. That's what I was just going to say. Barbarina just puts the pressure, you know, and he's going to come really, really aggressive. Uh, I don't know. It'll be like. I hope Brian Barbarina wins. Tech, technician. I like Brian. He came to my show. He's got like seven kids. Does he? He's got like three, but but his, his wife is beautiful. He's yeah, a no, cool no, no, guy. I know. I know all the guys from from the lab. I used to go up there quite a bit um, while I was coming up. Well, I was like eighteen, nineteen. Yeah, those guys. It's a good team. Yeah, yeah I was like eighteen, nineteen. I, you know, I was living in Yuma. Drive up to Phoenix and train with Benson and Escudero was down there. So. Speaking of which, David Michaud is fighting this, this Friday night. I don't know if you know him. The, uh, the uh, bulldog. David Michaud. He's a uh, Native American, trains at the lab. He's fighting, he's fighting in the LFA. Uh, he's a good dude. He was in the UFC. Uh, he, he, he got cut. He went one and two in the UFC. He lost to... Uh, yeah, I know David. Yeah, he lost to that good guy from Canada, that uh, 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 Oliver St. Mercy. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, He lost to him, but he's a tough guy. So he's fighting for the LFA title. I think in, in LFA this Friday night. Nice. Uh, and then UFC 216... Um, you hit two fifteen. Uh, Ray Borg versus Demetrius Johnson. Ooh, that should no, be cool. Nobody's picking Borg. Nobody. Uh, but I, I don't know this kid, this Borg kid. I, I, I don't know. I think he's getting overlooked here. <laughs> well, um, I, I, we have the same manager, Ali, and Ali's really big into this kid. I don't know the kid. I actually haven't seen much of his fights. 
Um, but Ali's Ali actually is really smart about fights. Um, so he he he's really big into this kid. We'll see. I, I may pick Bork for the upset. I I don't know why, and it would be crazy, and everyone's like put money on it. But this has this has one of those weird fights where everybody's overlooking this guy. Mm-hmm. And Johnson's a tough guy. He's a strong guy. He's a smart guy. But Bork has nothing to lose, and he, and he's he's just a grinder. Yeah, I mean, uh, he just he, makes it ugly. Makes it ugly, but also has some pretty big wins. Like beat Scoggins, and I'm pretty sure he beat Scoggins. That's a tough fight. Uh, He beat a a lot of guys that people said he wasn't going to beat. Nunez versus Chevchenko. Ooh, I got Nunez. Me too. Yeah. Everyone's picking Chevchenko. Really? Yeah. She, she, I mean, if anybody in, I, I don't see anybody beating Amanda Nunez. But if there's anybody in the division that can, is Chevchenko. Yeah. yeah. I don't see anybody else beating her, though. It's going to be really hard to beat Nunez. Now, what do you think? Why do you think she pulled out that fight? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I mean, you've never pulled out of a fight on purpose, have you? Nah, no, not on no. purpose. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Junior Dos Santos versus Francis Ngano. This, this kid, uh, you Ooh, know. Ooh, Francis Ngano. The guy's a monster. I was there for about a, almost a month in Vegas UFC Institute. Yes. That's where he trains at? Now. Yeah. Oh man, this guy's a monster. I see him there every day, like hitting the bag, like, like Yeah, you invited me to train with you. Hey, like, hey, come to the class. I go, is it gonna be everyone in the UFC? They're like you're like, yeah. No. I'm like, yeah, I think I'll pass on this come class. On, it was just my team. Oh, it's just your team. Okay, even even worse. All right. So, <laughs> so you're you're picking Engano for this one. Uh yeah, man. I think he can be future champion for sure. And Gilbert Melendez versus Jeremy Stevens. Ooh, that's gonna be a tough one. That's gonna be a tough one. Um I'm going to start uh, Jeremy Stevens for o- that one. Over Gilbert. Yeah. Yeah. I, that's a tough Jeremy one. Jeremy comes forward, man. Yeah, yeah. He, he, does, he does come forward. Um, and then uh, Neil Magny versus RDA versus Dos Anjos. Dos An- Ooh, that's a bad fight for Dos Anjos, I think. Why? Because of the, the height and length of, of uh, Magny? Magny. Yep. Yeah. Are you a train with Magny? Yeah. Uh, no, I fought him. I what happened him. in that fight? I, I, I lost the split decision. Oh, yeah. Remember yeah. that? But you came back. Yeah. He won like the first three, and you came back. You had him hurt, almost yeah. out. Yeah, yeah, I dropped him twice. So you're picking Magni in this fight? Yeah. Okay. And, and, and you trained with both of them? Well, I fought Magni, and I trained with... So the, uh, that's a good RDA. pick for you. I mean, that's a good guy to actually listen to. People betting. People betting. Uh, Sarah McMahon versus uh, Caitlin Vieira. Uh, Caitlin's the girl that beat Ashley Evan Smith uh, in her last fight. Sarah McMahon, you know. Oh, yeah. Silver medalist. Um, I saw that fight with Ashley Evan. Um, I'm going to go Sarah McMahon for this one. Me too. Training a team alpha male now, too. Yeah, I saw that. That's a good move for her. You find her attractive, Sarah McMahon? You know what? I do. <laughs> Why do you feel bad about this? You seem like you're, you're like apologizing. Why do, I, why do I feel bad about it? I don't know. I it's an attractive girl, right? I mean, I, 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 that's something very, very, like... There is something about her. She's, like, so, rock solid. She's got, like, a cougar thing going. She's a parent. I don't know what it is, she's, but... Yeah. She's getting better looking as she gets older, too. <laughs> like, she's one of those girls that, like, in 20 years, she'll be smoking hot. <laughs> Possibly 40 years. You know, uh, they, in 40 years, she'll be like the hottest chick in the world. Wine, baby. Uh, seriously, there's some girls that, like... Like, I don't know how Paige Van Zandt's gonna age... But like it seems yeah. like it seems like she might not age as well, but Sarah McMahon is aging better in time. Some <laughs> girls, some girls peak out when they're 19, yeah, 20, 21. For sure. Other ones 40, you're like, what the fuck? 
Uh, Some girls just speak out too early, you know, and then by the time they're 30, it's like, oh. Yeah, no, of course. Uh, yeah, Wilson Hayes <laughs> versus Henry Cejudo. Ooh, that's a tough one. Why? Because they're both my brothers. Huh. How, how was Wilson your brother? Because I trained at Alliance for two years. Uh, I spent quite a bit of time with him. Right, okay. And I used to also go up to San Diego quite a bit when I was like 19, 20 as well. But Cejudo's your brother because... Because we hang out all the time, too. Is he's got the biggest head <laughs> in MMA. Like, how do they even fit the gold medal around his head? Shoot, this is th- that'll be an interesting fight. You know, I think um, Henry's got the better stand up than than Wilson, but Wilson's very good as well. Very scrappy. You know, he's a good brawler, good chin. Um, um, but then Henry's got the really good wrestling, but Wilson's got the world class jiu-jitsu, and that's what Henry doesn't have. But Henry's never been submitted. Henry has never been submitted. No. Uh, I, I was. But, I, but, um, but I think if there's one guy that can, would be would Wilson. be Wilson. I was picking Henry over DJ. I was like, dude, this is the guy that's gonna be Johnson. <laughs> yeah. And then that was just a, a massacre. Oh yeah. I, I was I was sh- shocked. Shocked. Everybody was. I know. That made me. I was a believer in DJ before, but then I was like, "Whoa!" And, and I and I talked to Henry, and, and even he was shocked. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. I thought. You know, he was like, I thought I was going to win. <laughs> yeah, his voice doesn't match him. No. Uh, Tyson, <laughs> Tyson Pedro versus Ayer Latifi. You know Tyson, Tyson Pedro? Pedro? He's 6-0. I know Ayer Latifi. I remember him. and He's a beast. Uh, uh, Ashley Evan Smith versus Sarah Morass. Uh, Morass has started a GoFundMe for her training camp. She's got more what? She's got a nice ass. She does, <laughs> she does have a nice ass. That's actually true. Morass is a perfect last name. I think Ashley's got this one, though. Cajun Johnson. Versus Adriana Martins. Oh, that's a Brazilian. Yep. Cajun Johnson. Is that 170 or 155? At 155. Cajun Johnson. He's a rapper. I think he's a guy who raps. I think he's a rapper Hmm. uh, from Canada. I think think he's good, though. I'm pretty sure he's pretty good. And then Mitch Clark, my man Mitch Clark, is taking on Alex White. So, uh, yeah, that's a a fun scrap. that's That's a good card. Everyone's hating on that card because. Demetrius Johnson and uh, and Nunez are, are headlining it, but that's a deep card. A lot of people like, and, and like I like I know, the best fights are never the, the main event fights. I mean that happens sometimes. You no. get, but it's usually like the third fight in. That's why I never understood people who get these great seats at fights right. and don't show up till the main event. I'm no, like, look at um, UFC two hundred nine. I think it was when Anthony Pettis fought Max Holloway, and then yeah. And then I fought Tim Kennedy, and then Cub Swanson fought Dunyum, whatever. And like, that was a great night of fights. Yeah. You know? And that Cub Swanson fight was like the best fight yeah, in the history was, of fights. Yeah, exactly. Like, there was like f- three or four fights that got dropped from that card, and everybody thought it was going to be a shitty card. And it was an amazing it card. It was an amazing card. When you, when you beat Tim Kennedy, man, everybody was saying that, like, oh, Tim Kennedy's going to punish him, Tim Kennedy's going to kick Cub. his ass. I mean, when like I, when I saw Tim Kennedy standing across the cage, man, when he came in, coming into that song, I don't remember what song it was, but it was awesome, awesome entrance that he had. I was like, this guy is pretty fucking big. <laughs> he was huge. But was I mean, did, did you? I mean, but once the fight started, what went through your head? Um, I don't know. I, I kind of just black out. Were you like, this is easier than I thought it was going to be? or man, Yeah, it was definitely easier than I thought it was going to be. Yeah, and then Vitor Belfort, 
I mean, did you ever think oh. in your life that you would knock out Vitor Belfort? Mm. <laughs> uh, you know what? The entire week I had, the entire camp I had a feeling I would. I don't know why. And that was in, I was in Brazil, right? Yeah. Now afterwards, now do you, do you have your girlfriend back then or no? No. What happened? Tell, tell us what Brazil, right? You knock out Vitor Belfort. Are Brazilian women all over you? Are, are they running? I mean, that must have been the best after party ever. Oh man. <laughs> I just went up to my room and um, actually I didn't even sleep that night. Uh, I went to the press conference that took forever, and then I went to my room and I had to pack all my shit because I had to I had to leave a few hours later. So no, I didn't. So you couldn't sleep with the, no carnival, no no nothing. Really? Yeah, that's just how it is. Wow, that's that sucks. That's the life. Why would why wouldn't you like stay in Brazil an extra week? <laughs> and, and and like oh no, well I was leaving the next day to go to Rio. For the, oh, for the week. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> oh okay. And, and how was that? That was amazing. One of the best experiences of my life. What What happened? Oh man, we had we had a great time. I mean, we went up to the um, to the to the Christ the Redeemer uh, statue. That was sick. I mean, it, it looks beautiful. So the it's beautiful. you and your boys. You, you and your like, yeah. Your me and my roommate went up there. Who, who's your roommate? My roommate is Victor Davila. He's a commentator for UFC in Spanish. Okay. He was he was a fighter too. Yeah, he was. Because I'm looking at the thing, and there's like there's a tro- there's a, I'm at your house, and people can't see this, but there's all kinds of cool pictures of you. And there's like a belt to the right. Is that your belt? No, that's an EBI belt, an Eddie Bravo Invitational belt. You've seen the the EBI, yeah. Uh, so anybody that knows about EBI, um, Victor's one of the producers and owners of the tournament. So that's did, did he win the belt or? No, that's just one of the belts. Oh, uh, okay. He's one of the producers, and he just keeps it here. And then, now, is he a big jiu guy? Is he a black belt? Yep. Yeah, I, under Eddie. I saw him walking back and forth. He's the guy with the ears? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. With the tattoos and the yeah, ears. Yeah, he looks yeah. like he could fuck some people up. Yeah, no, yeah, he can. He's nice. old, you know, he's got some age on him, but he can kick fuck some people up. Now, so, now, where, and where'd you meet him? Ah, uh, man, you know what? People ask me all the time, but I don't remember. We met like four years ago or three and a half years ago. You know, this is cool. and then, but then we really got close when I asked him to if he can uh, do the Ultimate Fighter Latin America with me, like three years ago, like two and a half years ago. Um, and that's when we really got. So, are you living here full time? Yeah. So you you're now a native California person. Like you're you're 100 here. You're, yeah. You're not native, but you're you're, you're you became. You, <laughs> yeah, you yeah, become no, no, My mail gets California. Here. Okay, <laughs> nice. My mail gets here. I always feel like you're you're traveling. I always feel like you're in Arizona or you're here. You're always yeah. somewhere else. Uh, lately, I haven't been much to Arizona, so I would like to see my family and stuff. But uh, mainly, I've been here. Nice. This is my little bubble in Huntington Beach. I like it here. It's chill. You know. Do you miss Yuma? I do. I do miss home. You know. I mean, I love. I love. Training. I love being out here and all the things that I do. And your sister is so proud of you, by the way. <laughs> my she's always awesome. liking my my Instagram posts. Oh yeah, posts. she loves my mom and my sister. Love you, man. Yeah, and I like your mom. <laughs> I like your mom and your sister. They're very nice people. That's they're, cool. They're they're very they're just like uh, yeah. I don't know. Like you definitely. If anybody I've ever met, uh, you're probably the most down to earth guy who who didn't forget where you came from. Yeah, for, for well, a, <laughs> it's impossible. I don't know. For because you're very successful. I mean, you, I mean, you're 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 a great fighter, but you I don't... had my mom, and that's that's what the problem was. I had my mom. Your mom tells you? Oh, she 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 would tell me she would beat me if <laughs> if I didn't have my head on straight. Any brothers, sisters? What's that? Oh, you have a sister. Any any, any brothers? No, no. It was it's just, just me, you and her. It was always me and my sister. Yeah. Oh. yeah. Got it. Got it. Got it. Because <laughs> I know I had heard there was a rumor that you were still living with your mom till like way into your UFC career. 
Uh, well, when did I move out? Like, officially, I moved out, like, two and a half years ago. Now, is that weird? Like, you'd meet a girl after a fight, and you bring her home to your mom's? Like, because they probably think, oh, you're in the UFC, you have, you have millions of dollars, you yeah. got a big house, and then your, your mom's sitting there, like, yelling at you to take out the trash? <laughs> I guess it's pretty weird. No, I mean it, it's it is what it is, man. You know that's just how it always is. It's it, it. She still yells at me now. You know, like that's just how it always gonna be with her. That's what she says. Now, when you fought Tyron Woodley, was she yelling in one corner, and was Tyron's mom's yelling in the other corner? Was it just like the moms? Probably, probably. Oh the god, war the moms. That must have been Tyron's mom is so loud, so sweet, oh, really? but she just like she's like this. That's my baby. Get him, Tyra. It becomes like it becomes like you ever see like one of those church videos where the woman finds Jesus like in church, and, like, yeah. has like an exorcism. That sort of is like what yeah. Tyrant's mom is. And she's, Frankie like, Andrews' family is really loud. Oh yeah, that was awesome. It's really cool to see though. Like it's not a problem or anything. It's just really cool to see though how the family gets really involved. I was there front row. Like oh, Frankie. Like she warned us before. Like just before you guys know. Like. I'm going to be really loud. <laughs> You're like, all right. Now, have you told Tyron you want a rematch? Yeah. Uh, and how did yeah, that yeah. go? Yeah, well, you know, he said, all right, we can do it. But, uh, you know, he kind of backed down a little bit. He backed down from you? Yeah. What do you mean? He said, I, I'd have to win a few fights first. Win a few fights? You've won nine out of your last ten fights. <laughs> well, I don't, I don't remember. But I mean, if you beat Anderson Silva, when you beat Anderson Silva, you got to be careful for those crazy leg kicks, up, <laughs> up, up kicks. You know you know what I'm talking about, right? I challenged him. He's like, well, you got to win a few fights first. Oh, All come right. on. <laughs> All right, but if, when, Somebody did a challenge to me, and we can do it right now. So Okay, so you beat Anderson <laughs> Silva. You go back down to 170. Where do you think you are in the in that you're got to be top 5? Oh, for sure, for sure. I want to I want to fight the top contender or you know, got, you know, God willing I, I win against Anderson Silva. I go I go back down and I fight the top contender or or the title shot. I don't Now, know. would you want to fight like a Wonderboy or a Masvidal or um yeah, one of the uh, uh Maya? Yeah, yeah, no. Anyway, Robbie Lawler, uh Carlos um Cowboy one what of those now, guys. Now, what do you think? would be really fun. Like, I remember him and I were gonna fight, and I was like, man, like I was ranked top five, I think, at the time, and he was ranked fourteen or something. I was like, I know this is gonna be a tough fight. Like, it's gonna be in Mexico, altitude. I don't know. And then I got the fight with Cowboy, and then that, and then I messed up that. <laughs> what did Cowboy? No, well, that up. That's okay. <laughs> now, what did Cowboy ever say to you after that? Anything? Um. No, I don't. He didn't say anything. He just, hey, man. <laughs> well, he came to my show the night before the fight. Man. And uh, uh, did he know at that point the fight was off? You think? No, no, no. He didn't know until until the the day of. Wow. Yeah, man. Wow. Okay, so all right, so you got so you're thinking now. What did you think of Woodley Maya? I know people were very upset with Tyron. My thought is, look, Tyron won five rounds to nothing. For sure. It takes two people to make a fight. As much as you can blame Tyron for not finishing, dude, the, really the onus of the blame goes on Maya for not for his lack of stand up and striking. For sure. uh, but what are your thoughts on that fight? <clears throat> I think actually Tyron, you know, uh, Maya's won what his last seven is. He did exactly. He's done everything he's wanted to do to all those opponents. All those seven opponents have been taken down and submitted, except Woodley. You know, and I think he did a good job defending every single takedown. Now, would you have jumped into his guard to finish it or no? Um, I probably would have played around with it, yeah. But you know, he took no 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 chances, which is just the difference between him and I. 
Right. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I mean, there's never been a fight. Right. I mean, there's never, you've never not been in an exciting fight, except for maybe the Tyrant fight. Yeah, that's, uh, uh, but well, that, that because, you know, the only times I've lost, well, besides the Weidman fight that I was finished, I've never been finished besides that fight. I followed game plans. Now, ever since, you know, those are the only two times that I've lost two very close split decisions. Well, when you follow game plans? When I followed game plans. Ah. It was Tyron Woodley. I followed a game plan, and uh, I didn't want to take any risks. I didn't take any risks, not like I usually would. Same thing with Magni fight, you know. But it happens. You learn from it. Yeah, but yeah, but what do you learn? Don't follow the game plan, <laughs> <laughs> right? No, well, if I was you learn, your coach, I'd fucking be like, well, no, that's not exactly. You take the uh, you take the philosophy that Bruce Lee does. You be like water. You be like, well, yeah, well, right. Which means you know you 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 go with the flow. Right. This is what I take from it. Right, you improvise. Yeah, okay. Which, which means you know now you got to be ready from the bottom. You got to be ready up top. What did uh now Cordero was in your corner for the Weidman fight? Yeah. What did he say afterwards? Mm, he thinks I should fight at one seventy. <laughs> right. Okay. <laughs> yeah. That's that's good advice. That's what I would tell you. Sure, for sure. Because no, there was my, nothing my you did wrong in that fight. It just looked like this dude was just three weight classes above you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He can almost fight light heavyweight for sure. And, and and he needed that win badly. Oh man! But you almost finished him. That's that's what. It like, was funny. I came back home and um, I rewatched the fight, and then I saw him get uh, win, get his hand raised, bring his family up, and his family's all happy. And then I find myself like get being very emotionally drawn and happy for him. Nice. <laughs> I was like, "What is going on?" <laughs> now, did your girl watch the fight, or was it a curfew? My girl was. There. Oh no! <laughs> oh, she came to it. Yeah. yeah. Wow. All right. So now, now that, that she's young, twenty three, probably horny. Uh, well, you're young too, but I mean, she's got. Did you have sex that night after the fight? Did she? You know what? Um, you know what? That night happened just like uh, Brazil. I I had to be up very very early, and I had, and um, I told I kind of told everybody to leave my room because I wanted to rest, including your girl. Yeah. What? Well, she had to leave like an hour later. My girl would be like, I, I, I could never be like, clean, leave the room. She would fucking flip on me. I know. Did I, she get mad at you? Um, no. Which is, which is, which is. But you, cool. but at the same time, you lost a fight. You need time to yourself. You, you want to be alone. That's kind of how I felt. Like, yeah, I lost the fight. I kind of wanted some time to myself. Yeah. Yeah, that makes sense. That makes sense. I, 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 I see it both ways. But yeah, is, she, yeah. is she like, hey, let me at least give you a head? <laughs> no? no? She wanted to stick around, but she um, but she had to leave to the airport. She was leaving like, it was like, it was late when I when I was hanging out with my family and stuff. Right. Now, what do you think about Hendrix now? Missing weight at 185. Oh, man. When I, when I saw Johnny miss weight, I was like, oh, I'm not going to be Johnny. <laughs> You know what I mean? That, that, that makes you look much better, right? Because that. Well, well, I hope so. No, I was like, you know, I was like seven, eight pounds over when I saw the, when, you know, the week before, which when he fought, you right? One ninety three. I was uh, probably a little bit heavy, heavier than that. Um, so I was like, oh man, I better get my weight down before <laughs> before That's this crazy. happens. Now, do you, you think know? that him Johnny losing- gave me motivation? I was like, I don't want to be Johnny. Now he's fighting a really good guy coming up. He's fighting that dude who's like. Nine and zero, like nine knockouts from oh, Brazil. Oh yeah, um, I don't know what Bojanchino. Yeah, Borchino or something. And I'm like, dude. Oh yeah, this guy's a monster. Isn't what he? What are you doing, Johnny? This guy's a monster. I mean, what is he? Is he bad at business? I mean, he, it, he probably thinks he's gonna take him down. I mean, the guy looks strong and heavy though. But he just got knocked out by Timbo's. Oh yeah. Went, and 
you know, Johnny uh, was such a great wrestler. He's been doing it since he was five years old. Yeah. He, at one point, was the UFC champion. I mean, wh- what does he need to fight these fucking savages for at this point? Yeah. I mean, is That's he- a good question. I don't know what he's fighting for. I don't know what his motivation is. I'm like, he needs to get it together or retire. But then, if again, if he knocks the guy out or he looks great. Or maybe he's just fighting to get a little paycheck, which is cool, too. I mean, you know. Yeah, but, I mean, fuck. So 185, too, right? Yeah, but he didn't even, miss, you know, he missed weight last time. I don't know. I don't know what he's got. I don't know what you Anthony guys Johnson status when he missed weight against Vitor Belfort and then he got cut. And then went to World Series of Fighting. Went on a rampage after that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, right. Now, once if, if they make a 175-pound division, if they do that, 65, 75, is that, would that be? Your, oh, oh. you'd l- be looking at the new. That would be your weight class. Super welterweight <laughs> champion. Right. No. Or that's, what would they call it? I don't know. I don't know. But that's but that's that that that's your weight. The seventy five. The fat welterweight division. I don't know. Is it because that is it, is it that those last five pounds that are the hardest for you? Uh yeah, those last um those last six seven pounds are are difficult. Yeah, I think you should do it. It makes no sense. You go from 45, 35, 55, 45, 55, and oh then yeah for sure seventy eighty five. Yeah, it doesn't like, does, does not make sense at all. I agree. I mean, yeah, there'll be more weight classes, but so what? Then, if a guy's a champion at 175 and 185, it makes more sense, you know? Now, GSP Bisping, who do you think wins this fight? GSP and Bisping, you know what? I actually think it's going to be a tough fight for, for GSP. Yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, adding on top of the the time off that he's had, like, Bisping's just a tough fight. He's a tough fighter. Have you trained with Bisping? Never. Never trained with him? No. Because he's over here now. He's over at the uh, Rufka gym. At Parsons? With yeah. Ryan Parsons? Ryan Parsons, yes. Yeah. 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 I, most people are picking Bisbing uh, because of that. And also because of people claiming that GSP was on HGH. That's interesting. And- yeah. Well, I don't know. I don't know. A lot of people claim he was on stuff while he was while he was um, um champion, right? But yeah. he was the one advocating like USADA testing before it even... Okay. He de- he seems like a guy who's a pretty straight shooter. I don't see him being a cheater, but you know, look, there there are plenty of people that I'm like, really, you know, like I got to spend a month out there in Montreal for his last fight. He he flew me out. Him and Faraz flew me out a month to help him train for John Hendricks. Oh wow! So that was a cool experience, in Montreal. How how did you do against GSP? I did did not do good. <laughs> I did not do good. <laughs> really? Um. You, well, you know what? I I did I I did better than I thought I would. You know what I mean? I had expectations going there, and I I didn't do as bad as I thought. Um. And then also against Rory McDonald, I did I did pretty good against Rory as well, and uh, we had good sparring. He he tore my 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 PCL. My PCL ligament is why uh, I had to pull out of one of my fights. Damn. Now, 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 when you go with GSP, uh, but it was a cool experience, man. Now, Such a cool experience. Were you? Uh, I mean, were you like were you guys sparring hard? You and GSP? Yeah, we did everything. We did everything. Um, he did you bot- win any rounds? No. He had just bought. He, had, he, I, I, you know, I landed a few punches. I almost got a takedown here and there. Uh, one time he's like, "Oh, dude, I, I almost got taken down. Like, no one has been close to taking me down." Wow. <laughs> Like, he's that hard to take down. Yeah, I mean, I you, but you were you're a great wrestler. Yeah. Well, he said he's he hadn't he had he hadn't had anybody come that close at the time. Wow. 
which is which was pretty cool. He had been champion for a long time, and he's that's like, crazy hey, though man. that he was that good at wrestling. I know he's a good wrestler, but I, I thought the, I would think that you being this. Upst- oh yeah, I thought I had it. I was deep, deep in the hips, <laughs> and then somehow he just makes this little hip escape, and I I, I lose grip of everything. Wow. I hear that? Gasolum fucked up GSP inspiring. Okay. Okay. He beat him 10-6. I almost took him down. That's no. that, that's awesome. That's good. That's very that's cool to hear though. That's actually I mean, you know No, he was such a cool dude. Such a cool dude. Now I heard he loves uh bigger women. Can you He can, loves uh, I guess he loves black women. Black had like have you seen him like I heard he's just like the man with that. Like he's like in a rap it videos was, and stuff. Um you know what? I it was rumor until that point when I saw we were riding in we were riding back from practice. He was taking me out to dinner or something. We were on our way to dinner after practice. He's like, wait, I just got to take some cash. So he was getting some cash out at an ATM. He pulled over, and there, there's this black lady there. She's pulling, she's pulling money out before him. And then um, I look back. I look back at the ATM, and then he's getting her number. Wow, nice. And so, yeah. There you he, go. Was, the it, was it Angela he, Hill? No. <laughs> no. No? Oh. Dude, it was crazy. Everywhere we went, he, I mean, he was the man. Everywhere. Yeah. He, Everywhere. He, he was the king. He seems like a real class act. He's the king. Everywhere. Yeah. I mean, they opened doors for him everywhere. Yeah. It was cool to see. I love black women. You ever been with a black woman? <laughs> you ever been with a black chick? Um, Once. Just once? Just once. And then you you, went, you well, went back. They say once you go back. Well, now, oh, I did go back, yeah. No, they're fun. I mean, not there. I mean, the ones that I've been with, uh, <laughs> they're all fun. The ones that I've been with. Uh, <laughs> what oh, do you mean uh, there? I uh, had a lot of really good times. You know? <laughs> I, I don't discriminate. I don't, I don't think there's a... Uh, I don't think I've ever been with a, an Indian woman. That's no. it. Uh, I've been with a uh, a girl from Pakistan. Really? India now. Hmm. Pakistan? How was that? It was okay. I mean, okay. I, yeah, I mean, she didn't represent all Pakistani right. women, but th- this particular one was uh, a little hairy. Uh, <laughs> a little hairy in the, in the vaginal area. Actually, very hairy in the vaginal right. area. And I, I'm, I'm more like... I'm a, I like more landing. I'm more of a landing strip guy, or, okay, or nice. totally shaved. Yeah, or, for sure. I, some guys like hairy bushes. That's not my thing. You yeah. know, I don't yeah. know. Just I've never been. That some guys really go for that. They have like a the thing. They, I just I don't know. I'm just no, no, I'm not much of a bushy guy either. No, and then you go down there. You got hair stuck in your teeth. And, you know, you come back <laughs> up. You're spitting and like, you know. I'll tell you though, one of the best feelings though. Uh, is finding a hair in your ass, like in a shower. You ever, oh, like, you ever take a shower and you pull out this long hair, oh. and you're like, "Oh, I was that. That was a chick I banged last." Like night. a hair, like a no, not like not, not your hair, like, like a head a, hair, like a, yeah, head hair, <laughs> from, <laughs> head from, hair. The, from the girl that you've hooked up with the night before. You're oh. like, oh, it's not like a souvenir, you know? Like it just, <laughs> oh, that's gross. You, you've soggy, never done that. Soggy and oh, wet and oily. It feels good, man. It's just like, <laughs> it, it takes you back to the. The month before, when, when, it, when, it, when it was there. So, all right, look, I'm just saying, you're you're a young guy. These things, will, when you get older, I don't know, but I don't have that sick mind you do. Sick mind? Fuck. I'm kidding. You're like, oh, I thought she was a blonde. <laughs> anyway, listen, uh, I gotta go run to a show. Kelvin, what do you got? Wait, so you're leaving tomorrow, in Chicago? Who, I'm leaving tomorrow, so I gotta do some stuff, do some packing, and who's whose uh, wedding is it? Uh, R. Shea Cooper. I don't know if you know him. He's an author and also a motivational speaker. Nice. He lives in New York, but the wedding's in Chicago. That's where he grew up. And uh, I actually met him through Uriah. There's a point where me, Uriah, and Arshay Cooper, who's getting married. Uriah Hall. We all live together in Irvine. Oh, wow. There's a point where we all lived and trained together. That's where we 
Um, so that's how I met him through Uriah. Now he's getting married this weekend. So I like Uriah. He's got too much of a thick skin, though. He needs to be more sensitive. <laughs> <laughs> he never gets offended or anything. It's weird. It's like nothing gets to that guy ever. Oh, are you uh, kidding me? He's I, got he's got a temper. I know. I'm fucking with you. <laughs> are you but, kidding me? Uh, no, I love Uriah, but he, he's very easily influenced. But uh, <laughs> I, I want to see him come back and fight. He hasn't fought in a while. Guy. He's fighting in September or something? Is he? Yeah. Oh, nice. Yeah, he hasn't fought in a while. I, I agree. I know Hector Lombard is fighting Anthony Smith. That should be a good fight. Really? Anthony's got really good like Muay Thai, that tough guy. Be a good fight. Anthony loses the first two rounds every single time that comes back in the third, which is usually should when be Hector a good fight. Gets Tony's tired. fighting um, Khabib. No, Tony. Tony's fighting Kevin Lee. Kevin Lee, that's a good fight, man. And they were they went to the same college. Which they were fight? on the same Which wrestling one? team in in, in Michigan. Uh, I want to say in Northern California. Oh, okay. They were they're the, both from Michigan, but I think they went to like JUCO or they were both. But Kevin. Knew Tony from wrestling, but Tony was a little older. Okay. He came back to practice sometimes, but okay. they, they didn't wrestle together. But they had like a pact where they wouldn't call each other out, and they almost <laughs> got into a fight in Vegas. Uh, okay. Like that pact went out the fucking window. Yeah, yeah, of course. Um, I think it's for an interim title. Or when, or when um, Kevin got on the Fox studio and called him out on his interview. But he, I think Kevin thought that was a joke, <laughs> and like he was fucking around with him. And I think Tony, no way, Tony, yeah, that yeah. was a joke. Lee straight up called him out like big time. Uh, that's a tough fight. I, I don't know. You know, Kevin Lee's been looking really good. Kevin, yeah, he's on a hot one. He was I, on a hot one, just like Tony. I think except the, except that Kevin's been flying under the radar a little bit more than Tony has until now. Now he's getting the 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 attention that he deserves. Well, the thing about Kevin Lee is the best thing that ever happened to him was him getting knocked out by that jujitsu guy. <laughs> Honestly, <laughs> which guy? There was he got knocked out by a couple. Of, I was at the fight. It was some jujitsu guy knocked him out. Like seven, six fights ago. What? And yeah, because Kevin said he 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 led with a like a backwards uppercut, like a not like a, a or not, not not a front uppercut. He he, he threw like a uh, he led with an uppercut from the back, like thing that you should never do in boxing. Yeah, I just telegraphed it. So, but it I think it really woke him up as to I am not I'm I'm a human being and I I can get rocked. Sure. Because since then he's he's fought safer, smarter. Sure. And. uh his IQ has just gotten way better. Way above. And he's young. He's young and cocky. Yeah, he's 24. And Tony gets hurt a lot. Yeah. Even against that Lando Carpian, whatever the fuck, yeah, the guy yeah, he fought. Yeah. Uh, Lando Venato. He hurt him a lot. A lot. Uh, and yeah, Tony will take, some, take one to give one. But at the same time, I mean, Tony's... Tony is Tony. Have you trained yeah. with Tony? Yeah, a lot. Uh, who do you think wins this fight? Well, Tony. Tony. Um, I've trained with Tony, but I, I just think... I just feel like his his skills are a little bit a little bit more developed than Kevin's. Yeah, but Kevin, I mean, he's just a grind nose. I mean, he works hard. He's got good stand up, good wrestler, good jujitsu as well. You know, and, he, and he's a guy that out. He's been, I mean, he's, he's on a hot streak right now. He's young. He's confident. He's ready to go. From Detroit, he wants wrestler. it. He wants it. You know what I mean? So it'll be tough. It's not like he's just gonna take like Tony's just gonna take it. Like this kid's gonna be tough. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's gonna be a good fight. I can't wait for it. I'm looking forward to it. Uh, well, listen. Thanks for letting me into your house, dude. If thanks you really for coming over. Um, this has been a blast. Welcome uh, anytime, man. You're, you're the man. Uh, I, I I usually don't drive to people for podcasts. I'm like, oh, fuck man, that. I appreciate yeah, that. Man. Absolutely. Have a great time at the wedding, <laughs> and uh, I'll see you when you get back. All right, man. Thank you. Thank you.